Spanish. The most spoken of the romance languages worldwide. So many people love hearing the language. So many people speak it. And yet, as I stand here being a Puerto Rican, I know wholeheartedly that I can't speak it. I can't, for the most part, understand it. I can read it, though I don't know what I'm reading. And I probably could write it if I tried. The irony. The Puerto Rican who can't speak Spanish. However, there are people like myself, Hispanics, that can't follow along in a conversation that is spoken in Spanish, can't speak it, can't engage with someone who speaks it. And I've come a long way learning tricks on how to follow a conversation simply by listening to the flow, the enunciation of words, the infliction of the voice. Some words I can recognize and I can start piecing together a very staggered puzzle of the conversation between two people or more just so I can have an idea of what the hell's going on. This has not been easy for me and I've been wanting to discuss this for a long time, so fuck it. Let's get right into it. Let's talk about the Puerto Rican that can't speak Spanish. <laughs> okay. Well, shit, if we're going to get vulnerable, let's get vulnerable, huh? It's a topic that I've been wanting to discuss on the Chronicles as part of my journey, but I've been avoiding it simultaneously. I think because I know how hard it is for me to really talk about something like this. And to be quite honest, um, this is the first time I'm going to be talking about it where... X amount of people will hear it. Usually it's in a, you know, a private conversation or a small gathering of people. But what are we talking about? We're talking about the Spanish language. And we're talking about, um, for myself growing up as a Puerto Rican, um, not knowing the language. And a lot of the things that, um, I felt growing up, I'd like to touch on that, uh, even as an adult, you know, the questions that I would hear growing up, um, the questions that I get now, this was, um, this topic was kind of ignited uh, about a week or so ago. My wife and I are selling a car, um, and we've got people interested, a lot of people actually, because, you know, at the time right now, or excuse me, it's a seller's market right now, not necessarily a buyer's market, but anyway, we had a gentleman come look at the car, 
and uh, he spoke Spanish. And the gentleman comes, uh, and he, my wife tells me, you know, he's he says he's here. My wife is at the moment in the kitchen tending to our daughter, so I go out to discuss, you know, the car with this gentleman. My wife tells me that um, that he sounded, you know, Hispanic, you know, Latino. He had an accent or or, or whatever. I can't really recall the, the details, but anyway, you know, and and. Uh, in a very familiar conversation that I have with my wife very often, it's it goes along the lines of, you know, if you can't speak English, let me know. I'll go out there and talk with him because my wife is bilingual. My wife is also Puerto Rican and she can speak Spanish. Um, so I go out there and, uh, he, you know, we're talking right away. You know, I can tell he's... Um, that he could speak English, just not that well. And so I explained that I can't speak Spanish not that well. And he, you know, obviously jokes around that he can't speak English that well. Um, he gets in the car with me. We he test drives the car. We're talking about the car. He kind of uh, talks about me not speaking Spanish, but it was really, really quick. Um, you know, I'm not really too caught up in what he's asking me about speaking Spanish because I'm really just trying to get this car sold. But as we come back to the house and he parks, he he walks out, he's looking at the car, he gets on the phone with, um, I'm assuming it's his son or his son-in-law. That's the person that's actually interested in the car. So he, he must have came by to take a look at it for said person. And uh, he's speaking in Spanish. So my wife by this point is outside with the girls She's kind of giving me a, a rundown of what he's talking about on the phone so that I'm, you know, not lost here. And um, he's pretty much just telling the guy on the phone what what he thinks about the car, you know, this, that and the third. And he looks over at our daughter and he waves hi, our little one, our, our one year old. And um, uh, he speaks with my wife all in Spanish. And then uh, he leaves. And as he leaves, you know, he points to my daughter. He was like, you know, make sure you teach her. And he looks at her or excuse me, he looks at me as he says goodbye. He looks over at me and he has this smirk on his face that I recall that I've seen so many other times in my life. Uh, gen generally from another uh, Hispanic and he kind of smirks and he waves. He says, adios, amigo. And, you know, I knew what that meant. Um, he was being very nice. He wasn't disrespectful, but it was also a playful dig that I've experienced numerous times throughout my life. Simply because I'm Puerto Rican and I can't speak Spanish. I can't understand it for the most part. Um, you know, there are some words and phrases that I recognize that I can say, but it's hard. It's tough. Um, it's tough. My mom, uh, my mom and my dad, I think this was more so a decision on my mom's part. Um, you know, why my dad did it make an effort on his part? I don't know, but I know my mom, you know, my mom 
grew up in Puerto Rico and, and came to the state. She was actually born in Lancaster and then moved to Puerto Rico when she was less than one year old and then came back when she was in second grade. Um, so when she comes back, she's, you know, she only speaks Spanish, had a very difficult time in school. My mom had a very difficult time in school, very traumatizing. Um, you know, and, and I don't want to kind of get into the ebbs and flows of that uh, because it, it's it suffice to say that it was traumatizing for my mom. It was very difficult enough for my mom to remind herself as she would get older that if she had kids, she would teach them English first so that they wouldn't have a tough time in school. And that's really what it comes down to. You know, my mom has spent years apologizing that she didn't take the time to teach me both. But it is what it is, right? You know, um, I've been old enough now to, to learn it on my own, and I haven't. And for whatever reason, I haven't, and it, it is what it is. I've never really, um, I've never really thought about it, and, you know, until, probably until, you know, I married Alexandra, Alexandra's, you know, 100% Puerto Rican. Her family speaks Spanish and English. My wife speaks both Spanish and English. Uh, she, she speaks more English than Spanish, but she can still speak Spanish. You know? And I think having that relationship, having that relationship with my wife and in-laws, where, where the Spanish language is more relevant and, and present, it makes me think more that I wish I would have taking that time uh, to learn it more as an adult. But, you know, I was really, really jaded. And I think it's safe to say I'm still jaded, really, with the whole experience of dealing with um, other Hispanics, other Puerto Ricans. You know, the ridicule that I got. The irony is, or the sad truth, I should say, was that to the racist white people that I confronted in my youth growing up, they had no problem recognizing me as a Puerto Rican or Hispanic, right? They had no problem recognizing that and confronting me about it, treating me as such, but yet I wasn't given that recognition from some other Hispanics. Time and time again, I would be told that I'm not really Puerto Rican because I can't speak Spanish. And that shit sucked. That shit sucks to this day to hear. Um, and it's something I. I, uh, I don't know. A part of me can understand why somebody would be concerned. That. Somebody being another Hispanic uh, would be concerned that, you know, a lot of uh, Puerto Ricans, you know, or other uh, Hispanic groups can't speak Spanish because, of course, you want to maintain your culture. You want to preserve your culture and it's a and it's authenticity and it's pureness and you want to pass it on uh, to your children and to the to the 
generations that are coming to continue it. And I get that. Trust me, I do. I just can't see where somebody would get the goal to suggest that I'm not really Hispanic because of ABC. You know what I mean? I never understood how somebody could just stand on the soapbox, so to speak, and and be so judgmental. So as much as I was dealing with, you know, as a youth, I was dealing with, you know, white kids, not a lot, but there were some or white adults treating me differently because I was Puerto Rican, some very um, forward and some being very uh, passive aggressive or so subliminally, you know, throwing these darts at me. And then there were just Hispanics that were just, you know, Puerto Ricans that were very, very honest about their about their displeasure with me as a child. There were people in the church that I went to that would always get on me. Um, and I'm sure my parents got the a fair share of the of the criticism as well. You know, and the and the truth is is I I, I wasn't in my parents' shoes at that time. I was just a kid. I, I don't know what was going on. I don't know what the level of trauma that my mom experienced in in school as a child that pushed her so hard to want to make sure I learned English first, but she it it did it, it happened and she made sure i learned english first and you have to understand also that even though my mom and her family were a predominantly spanish speaking family at first as they transitioned into america into pennsylvania into Lanc uh, lancaster and the the elders grew and the children grew to become adults and then grandchildren came into the picture English started to become more of the dominant language within our family even my grandparents would be speaking it more and so it's this double-edged sword where you learn a second language so that you can prosper and grow in this country so you can facilitate navigate and, and do what you got to do without any issues without any hurdles and then your children learn that language and then what happens is you you start to lose the the primary language that was spanish and there are a lot of families out there that make sure they don't do that there are a lot of families out there that teach both languages i think that's fantastic i have friends that have children that know both english and spanish or you know, English and another language, a bilingual or trilingual, however you want to call it. I think it's fucking awesome and fantastic um, that that it can be done and that it is done and that, you know, these families are doing that. Um, but on the other hand, it's it doesn't happen all the time. And um, I just don't think it's fair to, quite frankly, shit on these families.
it's an exhausting game of having to explain it. Um, and I've been blessed to meet a lot of cool and understanding people. And I've also, I guess I could say I've been blessed to meet a lot of ignorant, narrow minded people because it's helped me to become a better person myself. Um, even in my household now with my wife and my children, none of my children speak Spanish, uh, fluently. You know, uh, my first two children are biracial. They're half white and half Puerto Rican. And then my two little girls that I have with Alexandra are full Puerto Rican. And we're, we're teaching them Spanish, but even yet and still, I, you know, I can only do so much, but the household that we live in, my wife, myself, my in-laws, my mom, when she visits my sister, my, you know, my mom and her husband, they all speak English. Um, even my stepfather who is, who uh, speaks English, uh, uh, not as well, but a lot better than what he did, you know, 20 years ago when I met him, he, you know, he would still prefer Spanish, but he could still sp speak in English, but it's, it's there. The Spanish is there, just not so much. And so it kind of gets lost in the shuffle, so to speak, for me. Moments like, you know, what happened with the gentleman coming to look at the car really reignite this old flame inside me that it, it burns. It, it, it kind of works on me because very seldom through my experience was I ever offered help or guidance from anybody that could speak Spanish. It was more you know, it was a lot easier for people to question and make fun of me. And, you know, even when I do try to speak it, it, it may not be spoken correctly. And I get the little laughs. Um, and that, you know, as an adult, I can take it. It's no big deal. But it, it does rub me the wrong way enough to where I'm like, well, then fuck it. I'm not going to try to speak Spanish anymore. You know what I mean? I'm not going to go through that. Um, and you can say that's childish or that I'm giving up too easily, but I mean, listen, I'm, I'm telling you about something that I've been dealing with for 43 years in a small little vacuum here, you know, cut me some slack. Um, but I've always been envious of my family and friends that could speak Spanish. I think it's such an awesome thing to know two different languages. I don't know what that's like. Um, but with that being said, when there's a conversation taking place in Spanish, I can get a gist of what's going on when I start paying attention and I'm catching certain words, uh, where those words are placed in the sentence kind of gives me an idea, right? Of what's going on. And so it's very, very common for, uh, my in-laws uh, and my wife to be speaking in Spanish. I, I won't engage because I can't speak it, but I will follow along and respond every now and then in English. I do have that capacity. Same thing with my mom and the family I grew up with. If I hear people speaking in Spanish, I will follow along. Um, my experiences at work have always been 
typical of the, oh, you're Puerto Rican. And then they start speaking to me in Spanish and I have to explain the whole shit show. And I either get a, you don't speak Spanish or it's all good. You know, I, I'll, I can speak English or, and then if I form a friendship with somebody I'm working with, I typically would be like, Hey, you know, would you mind just saying it in Spanish? Let me learn. But, um, it's very rare that, 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 that happens for me because I'm being vulnerable with people and I don't like doing that. You know, it's, it's, that's the experience. Um, and I've learned from people at work, uh, um, people I work with that, speak Spanish if I was training them for example I would try to speak Spanish to them to help the training process but you know by doing that that's opening a door then where they think oh I speak fluent Spanish and then I have to explain it it's a fucking shit show but that part of my life has always been oh my god has been fucking exhausting pardon the language but my god it's exhausting. Uh, and the, and the thing is I've never been, um, I was never salty towards my parents. I, I didn't hold any resentment for my, to my mom. Uh, I never resented her decision. I completely fucking get it. Completely get it. I mean, look, uh, she didn't want me to have any trouble in school and I did it. I, f- I flew through school I just ended up having issues because I was lazy. Um, But I always read very well. I could always write very well. Uh, I could speak well. I I learned the English language and I was able to cope. And, and, you know, school was difficult for me like it was for my mom. So my mom's goal was achieved. Um. You know, she, you know, and she tells me now that she just wishes that she would have stuck to her guns with the Spanish. I think my dad really wanted to make sure we learned Spanish. And I get that. Uh, but I mean, neither of my parents like really taught, taught me Spanish. Um, but, but it is what it is. You know, the older family, the older generations, they would be a little bit more picky about myself not knowing Spanish. My sister's not knowing it that well. I have cousins that don't speak it. This is not just a me thing. It's a it's a generational thing. And it's a generational thing where you have Hispanic kids that don't know the language and or they do because their parents taught them both. Again, I think that's great. So where I'm at now in my life is where I'm really, really trying to learn it. Um, but I got to tell you, it's, it's hard. It's harder. The older you get, it's not impossible. And I understand that, but it's hard. And the Spanish language can be difficult to, to understand the different ways of using the words and whatnot. But then again, look at English. That's gotta be the most complex fucking confusing language ever. It doesn't bother me as much now as it did, you know, 20 years ago. You know, it it does bother me that my kids don't know it, but also it is what it is. Um, you know, I can only do so much, but the effort, um, you know, I can make an effort to try and I'm going to. 
and I have to be very, um, I got, you know, I got to give myself grace. That's what it comes down to. You know, when I have uh, friends and family that speak Spanish, I know, um, I'm always paying attention to them. Um, I don't ever really bring it up because it's just an awkward thing to to bring up to somebody, you know, like, can you imagine me talking to family or my wife's family and just being like, you know, hey, by the way, what you were just saying, I was watching your lips move and I was trying to pay attention to the words. Can you speak up a little bit more? I'm not going to do that. <laughs> but I do. I, I think it's so fucking dope. Uh, you know, the Spanish language, when you can let it rip this, you know, the, how all the words just flow so smoothly. And I, I listen to everybody in my family speak it and they speak it fast. It's like, holy shit. How the fuck am I going to learn that? How am I going to learn that? Well, I guess I got to try. So, you know, if you're ever wondering why I've never spoken Spanish on the podcast, uh, that's why. <laughs> you know, there's there's the reason why. Um, but that's not going to stop me from, you know, inviting Spanish speaking people on my show. I just hopefully they can speak some English. That's that's all I got. Like I said, I'm grateful that I made it to a, a point in my life where I'm I'm happy with where I'm at, even though I don't speak, speak Spanish fluently and I can follow a conversation for the most part. Maybe maybe not even that I can follow a conversation sort of. But it's definitely not as hard as it used to be when I was younger. I mean, uh, the, the judgment in the, in the Hispanic communities with each other is difficult. It's it's very hard. (laughs) There's, there's no love sometimes. Uh, and it's, you know, that's very narrow minded thinking when they immediately revoke your Puerto Rican card because you can't speak Spanish. There's a lot of people that can speak Spanish and they don't really know much about the culture or the history of our people. And I try to know as much as I can. I love who I am. I love being Puerto Rican. Love the music and the history and the culture. I love the I love the stories of the, you know, my grandparents and the the traditions that I hear my mom tell me about the stories in Puerto Rico. I've, I think the the biggest misconstrued belief about Hispanics that don't speak Spanish is that we don't like being Hispanic. That's a, that's a fucking stupid ass assumption. I'm not speak. I'm not speaking for all. I'm just assuming that, you know, for the most part, we, we love being who we are. It's just, you know, the roll of the dice. I think maybe a little, I think a little bit of, uh, less judging and more helping maybe, you know, um, my wife is a great help. Um, but you know, sometimes 
she doesn't forget that I don't speak. She just, I think she may forget that I'm looking towards, I'm looking at her for a translation because we could be at a party and somebody could be speaking. I'm typically going to not say anything and just listen, but I'm, then I'm going to hope that somebody fills me. <laughs> somebody fills me in. I'd say about 98% of the time my wife is right there. So she's been a big help. I think, you know, when you get involved in the conversation and, and it goes back and forth, you, you're not thinking to stop and translate every every word. And I get it. Um, so if you've got, you know, Hispanic friends, you've got Puerto Rican friends, Mexican friends. I don't know. They don't speak Spanish. Don't shit on them. You know, ask why. Maybe they don't want to talk about it. It's cool. All right, fuck it. It is what it is. You know, and on the flip side, if you've got Hispanic friends that can't speak English that well and they're trying to speak English, but it's all they, all they know is Spanish, help them out. Help them out and understand this. They're, they're trying to speak a second language and they're making it work the best they can. And they're navigating in this country. I know a lot of people that, you know, people I used to work with different places would shit on people who had broken English. Understand that broken English is their second language. A lot of us are just in that, are just fucking around with one. So anyway, that's that. I think that's uh, as far as I'm going to go with this one. Um, not too long, but I've been meaning to share this. Hopefully, you know, hopefully it, it, it shed some light on, on myself for some of you who may be wondering. Um, my parents did the best they could and I'm doing the best I can with my wife, Alexandra, with our children and everything's going to be all right. That's how I look at it. And I'll still say words here and there that I know in Spanish. And I'll, uh, you know, I'll continue to love being Puerto Rican and love being who I am. Uh, comfortable in my own skin. So y'all be safe. Remember to maintain focus and stay continuous through all four seasons. Do you guys even know what the fuck that means, man? That means nonstop. You know what I mean? Through all four seasons, you just keep going. You got to stay continuous. <laughs> I love y'all. Y'all be safe. Peace.